Welcome to Economic Development Secrets, where economic developers from across the country spill their secrets to our host, Nicole D'Souza. You'll hear firsthand accounts from economic developers in the trenches, from what works to what doesn't work, how deals come together or how deals go bad. You'll hear everyone's economic development secrets. Welcome to Economic Development Secrets. This month's special guest is Mark Lottman, principal at Lottman Economic Architecture. He is the author of When the Boomers Bail, which discusses how the powerful combination of economic and demographic forces change the job creation game and make it more difficult for community leaders to manage their local economies. Along with a group of colleagues, Mark co-founded the Community Economics Lab, a nonprofit think tank focused on understanding these new forces and developing new approaches to economic and workforce development. Today, Mark shares a new algorithm for analyzing your community and engaging stakeholders. Here are Mark's economic development secrets. In most places in the US, uh, Western Europe, mostly industrialized countries, the main constraint on the growth of your economy, growing your economic base faster than your population, is that you don't have enough qualified workers in place. And you can't convince the employer that you can attract them fast enough and hold on to them to warrant uh, setting the plan up uh, in your community. And you could lower the costs, all the costs to zero, and they still couldn't afford to go to your community because uh, uh, if, the, if the employees that you need to hire don't want to live there. So it just it really did change the fundamentals of the, of the game and, and people are starting to realize it now. Workforce development's a big part of the, uh, a big part of the game. But, um, and I, I wrote a book called uh, When the Boomers Bail, which essentially it was a thesis about this. And it wasn't very well received at the beginning because it was right in the middle of the recession when we had, you know, 14 million of our countrymen out of work. And who wanted to who wanted to listen to an argument that our biggest problem was not enough qualified workers when we had so many people unemployed? But that is, in, in fact, what is uh, constraining growth in of, of the economy in most places is we don't have enough qualified workers willing, able and qualified to work. And you can't snap your fingers and fix that with a new subdivision and recruiting a bunch of people because mobility has gone down and all sorts of other reasons. Um, and, you know, there are, there are some countervailing forces such as uh, uh, AI and automation, which are reducing the, the numbers of jobs required to produce a given quantity of product but, uh, or deliver services. Um, but it's it's created a a all, all these forces of which there's you know probably ten. Um, they they've created a very different environment for most economic developers. If you're in Columbus, Ohio, or Seattle, Washington, or Austin, Texas, uh, or one of these endowed communities where everything where where all the millennials, the educated ones, are are migrating to, you're basically in a you know manage the flow. Uh, situation, but if you're anywhere else, you're 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 really facing a completely different uh, scenario, uh, development scenario than 
any of your predecessors had to. And the one thing that when we started looking at all of the forces and all the factors that were making this a different game, um, we, we, we settled on one here uh, in our lab group that was a little counterintuitive, I think, uh, to, to where we started. And that is we, we came around to, to believing fairly quickly that the biggest problem the profession had was it didn't have a coherent planning process. And, um, and it was, you know, if you, if you polled a, a, you know, 100 economic developers um, outside the thriving areas of the, of the country, nobody, virtually nobody would say, our problem is the, the, biggest, the biggest reason we're failing or miscalculating is we're not doing enough planning. We're not spending enough time on planning. But that is, in fact, our conclusion and our conviction. And, and so the last 10 years, we've spent probably three quarters of our time in the lab and, and our extracurricular uh, work really trying to develop and test a new algorithm for planning and managing the growth of, of local economies, regional economies. Uh, and and can, you, can you do it in such a way, can you can you conduct a planning process? Can you find an algorithm that that works for uh, every community at every at every size threshold? So you're starting with you know you can go down to neighborhoods, and it's a little different equation than if you're talking about a, a area of a city, uh, a, a downtown versus a suburb, or a region, a metro area, or a state. Um, but once you start doing your planning, you really become part of of a, a planning exercise for your region if you're doing it at a at a lower jurisdiction so so we we've really been focused on that and we've we had a breakthrough a couple of years ago and i've been testing um each new version or wrinkle or improvement or innovation we come up with for this process we we've been testing it in the field and it's it's getting to the point where i i think it's 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 worth trying uh worth anybody that can muster the uh, political will to do it, uh, to try it. And it, it's, it's laid out on a, on a substrate or a, a continuum with the initials uh, T-A-P-U-M-A, so TAP-UMA. And those are the, those are the, that's the acronym. acronym. And the first, it's, it's, there's really two parts to the, to the continuum. Uh, or the substrate. The first part is thinking, uh, an assessment, and then planning, uh, a prescriptive plan, where where you write down all the things that you need to actually do and who's likely to have to do them. Um, and and then once that's done, you have a plan, and and then you have the doing part of it, which is you have to um, you have to underwrite that plan. You have to find everybody that's going to have to play a, a critical role in implementing it uh, or funding it or supporting it to sign on and commit the resources to it. And then you need concerted action and you need to manage the, the, all the aspects of that effort. Um, and, then, and then you need to account for the actions and investments that you made and report back uh, to uh, the folks that were originally doing the thinking and, and assess, assessing and planning on how things went. 
one of the things we discovered is you really need to separate these two. You need to se separate the, the, the thinking, assessing, and planning from the underwriting, managing, and accounting. Uh, one's planning, one's doing, one's thinking, uh, one's underwriting and accounting, and they're very different functions. And there really isn't time and interest from the, from the thinkers and planners to uh, spend a lot of time uh, doing and vice versa. The doers will, and the, and the rulers, the people that, that are essentially on the hook for uh, getting things done and, and spending the money, don't want to spend time planning and, and, and thinking and talking and becoming conversant about uh, what you ought to do. And what we find is almost uh, almost no one. We can't. We haven't literally found anyone uh, who ha is is actually completing all the steps of this algorithm uh, and and doing it in a way that's connected um, one step to the next. So there's continuity to it. And so you 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 need to do some thinking and and uh, and conversing, talking before you sit down and try to make an assessment. When you make an assessment, you need to actually be focused in on uh, some, some narrow parts of your problem or your objective, so you can actually get findings that uh, will form the basis for a, a written plan. Once the, once the assessment is done, and if, if you get you know, consensus from all the players, if all the players are party to the assessment, Part of the thinking, part of the assessment, and you—I mean, we've been—we've been able to get unanimity from as many as 200 people in a in an assessment uh, group uh, uh, meeting. You get if you get uh, consensus and unanimity on the assessment, and the assessment's done the right way, you are you are set up to write a plan that everybody essentially agreed on. And then you just need a, you need a narrative written up. It needs to be prescriptive. It can't be a wish list or you know a goal setting statement. It has to actually describe who's going to do what over time. It, you have to be able to answer the Shark Tank questions: How many economic base jobs? How many jobs do you need? How many people are you going to have living there in ten years? How many how many how many jobs are you going to need? How many of those have to be economic base? How many uh, how many economic base jobs could be created? with a reasonable amount of support in the nine potential program theaters. There's only nine ways you could create economic base jobs. Um, and I go, I'll go over those uh, in a minute. Uh, and then what factors of production gaps have to be cured in order for you to create the potential job number you, were, you, you had uh, projected uh, in uh, uh, in your potential phase, in your potential calculus. So, uh, and then once you once you have identified the factors of production gap, we don't have enough qualified workers, we don't have enough bandwidth uh, or connectivity, or you know we don't have enough land zoned or inventory, our tax climate's not competitive enough. Whatever the problem is, if it's defined and uh, defined in a way that allows you to uh, write up the cures. So what projects, what programs, what policies have to be changed uh, over what time and who has to do it, then you, when you finish this assessment, you are, you're actually uh, ready to write a plan. The plan will write itself. Um, once the plan's finished, um, 
and and if it's validated by the group that was doing the thinking and planning, uh, then you invite the the doers in, and you say, "This is what we came up with, and this is why this these this was the rationale for uh, for making these findings." And you can see that the plan lays out, uh, you know, a time period for getting all this stuff done and some uh, approximate budgets. Now we need you guys to underwrite this. The underwriting is, is is essentially an auction for all the players in the community that are in that have anything to do with any of these. Uh, uh, program area, program theaters, or factors of production gap cures, and say, here's what we need you to do, can you do it? And and if you can't, then you go back through the plan and you erase the things that are dependent on those those things getting done. And, and, and if you have this set up in a calculus like we do, you can see immediately the impact on your 10-year results of fixing a, a factor particular factor production gap cure or having a program theater like recruiting companies uh, go from you know 100 jobs a year to 50 jobs a year because you didn't get the real estate what happens to your what happens to the overall performance of your economic development apparatus and so once once you've got this this plan out and the and the underwriters are um, Basically, in an aux community auction to see who's going to actually do what part of it. As soon as it's as soon as it's contracted and the money's in place, then you start managing it. You got a high, you got to staff up. You can't get to, you know, a, a higher level of performance overnight. You've got the plan and hire and and you know if you need more if you need more prospects or you need more capacity, you have to wait till that till your marketing's loaded the pipeline before you add caseworkers. All this stuff needs to be timed out uh, and mapped out uh, in, a, in a plan that can be managed by your senior management teams. And then you need an accounting system on the back end. The accounting system has to be tied to uh, uh, all, the, all the critical elements needed to uh, perform. And right now there's virtually no one uh, following these steps, and 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 one of the reasons we we have so little accountability—they're not explicit and they're not specific about who's going to do what over what period of time—and as a result, it's really hard to write the the accounting system protocols. How, what data do you collect? And it's very as a result, it's really difficult to to make a case down the road that what we just did. What we just spent our money on actually caused this to happen, and when you can't make that connection, you you leave future funding cycles in doubt, or open to political mischief, or you know a a a, a uh, the uh, issue of the day. So the the so what we've been doing at the lab is. Is basically documenting uh, and building and documenting documenting uh, a calculus for each one of these steps, and we are we're at a point where we have um, the the thinking the protocols for the thinking stage and the assessment stage down, and and that it would it, it it's it's possible to get. A very diverse group of people 
people with you know opposing interests often competing interests and opposing worldviews to to actually agree on what things need to be done uh, in order to grow the economy and it's 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 really important to get a diverse group for uh, a lot of reasons um, and we've we've actually found so what, what we what we found was uh, we you need to have a diverse group of, of people in the community signed on to this thinking, assessment, and planning process. Preparing the community for economic development now is, is much more complicated and requires a comprehensive, you're gonna to need to be, you're gonna need your social services, educators, higher ed, um, uh, and, and workforce development people engaged. And if they're not, if they're left out of the planning process and you bring them in when it's time for, for when you want them to do something, they're gonna be much less likely to go along. It's also important for them to understand how the economic development business works. So when you get to, you get through this process, I mean, we think it's, it, takes, uh, it takes a while to get through it the first time, but as soon as it's set up, we have almost all the findings and all the processes set up on a database that, that's linked um, with all the dependent algorithms for, for example, if you're gonna recruit uh, employers or you're gonna create uh, jobs through solo, uh, solo work program efforts, um, where people are gonna get jobs uh, uh, working alone out of their third bedroom uh, office, for example. What, what things have to be put in place for, for those jobs to materialize and how do you know they're, they're actually being created by the efforts you're funding is, 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 built, into the, is built into the process and um, uh, is built into the algorithm and the calculus so that anytime you wanna change a condition, you wanna change the number of jobs in your, in, in your projections or your goals or you wanna change a, a heuristic for uh, how many square feet of new space you might need per job being created over the next 10 years in a particular category, you just change it and it'll give you a, it'll give you a new finding for any of, the, uh, uh, any of the factors that are dependent on or, or uh, 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 contributory to that, to, to that issue. So you're not, you can run all these one if, what if scenarios. Um, once the assessment is finished, uh, it's, it's, you have all the predicate information to actually write a plan and, and look at your apparatus in total. So this, this process is, has been designed to be comprehensive. In other words, we, we've included all of the potential, uh, program efforts that um, one could conceive of to create economic base jobs, for example. So you, and there's nine. There's recruiting and expanding employers and retaining them. There's starting them up, the entrepreneurship and accelerator business. There's tourism, the visitor, and there's five sub-theaters of the, of, the, of the visitor theater. There's the leisure visitor, there's the short-term and long-term uh, leisure visitors. There's the short-term and long-term business. And then there's the drive-by, people driving through town, stopping to get a hotel room or, or, or a tank of gas. Uh, 
the, the fourth one is agriculture. Fifth one is film and digital media. Sixth one is energy and extractives. Uh, seventh would be uh, the federal government. As long as it's federal government jobs in excess of what your uh, your region is, uh, region share of the federal government employment is. Uh, so if you have an Air Force base, you probably have more employment uh, per capita, uh, federal employment per capita than, than the average community. So anything you add in that sector is economic base. Um, you also have, uh, did I mention film and digital media? Um, and and solo work uh, and retirement. Uh, so those are the nine. And so so each one of these each one of these uh, program theaters, there the reason we separated them and we we don't conduct the the uh, assessment uh, for how many jobs you might be able to create by NAICS code. We, we changed the taxonomy to program theater so that the assessment process actually survives and, and sets you up for uh, actually writing a descriptive program plan uh, for each of the theaters. Uh, so, and, and, and this fixes one of the big problems of the current setup or apparatus, which is uh, our tourism efforts, our, our, our job creation efforts in these various theaters are not coordinated. They don't, they don't usually communicate with each other. They're not accounted for in one place and they're not planned for in one place. And a lot of them share factors of production gaps. So when you get to the factors of production gap issues, there's four categories. One is, ask the question, is your sales and marketing apparatus strong enough? to create the number of jobs you're talking about or a number of prospects. And so do you have enough caseworkers to work enough prospects? Is your marketing uh, program delivering enough prospects? The second category is, are the hard assets? Do you have enough land? Do you have enough building? Do you have enough infrastructure? Is, it, is the land, are the, are the sites priced competitively for economic development projects? Um, is, is, do, you, do you have enough infrastructure? Do you, have, do you have good enough connectivity? Do you have enough capital, debt, and equity? Um, the third category is workforce. Work, do you have qualified workers in excess in the categories that you're, uh, you're gonna need to fulfill those jobs? And do you, are you pr producing the pipeline and can you prove that you have the housing and the, the ability to recruit uh, if you don't have, if you're not producing your own? And do you have the quality of life required to, to attract and hold talent? Then the fourth, uh, fourth category is leadership planning, uh, tax and, and regulatory climate issues. Uh, are you competitive and are you well organized? And do you have a good, strong story to tell? And are, is your community's promise to deliver believable? Um, and so you'll, you'll be able to put uh, about 15 to 17 factors, we call factors of production gap issues, under one of those four categories and monitor uh, the, the degree to which they need to be solved or what needs to be done in each one of those areas to meet your goals. 
you you do these for each theater and then rebundle the factors of production gap issues. So all of the theaters that that reported that they need bandwidth to meet their goals would would produce a single bandwidth goal, and would it would be written so that it would produce a a plan for uh, uh, building out the the broadband the community would need for each of its critical theaters to uh, to program and you could put uh, because this is focused on the economic base of the community you could put building out that infrastructure ahead of another project that was uh, less impactful anyway once once this assessment is done if it's done by a broad enough group uh, and it's and it's gotten unanimity uh, and 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 we've ran uh, we've run probably 70 of these uh, sessions these assessment sessions all the way through uh, in the last six or seven years. And we have never failed uh, to get unanimity. In other words, between you know, 20 and 150 people in a room uh, getting unanimous uh, consensus on, on every finding that goes into the calculus, which uh, essentially sets the group up for having agreed to whatever the whatever the uh, the the overall finding, how many jobs you you need, how many how many jobs you're going to get out of each program theater, what factors of production gap issues have to be cured, what actual uh, projects, programs, policies have to be changed to make that happen, uh, are all essentially agreed to already uh, by all of the people in the community. They're going to have to make a heavy lift or support it you know, from both sides. So. Um, it's a it's a very powerful uh, uh, process. We've we we think you've got to do two things. You got to run a uh, planning process for three years. You can't just have a couple of retreats and 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 get all this data down. And you you have to you have to keep the same group uh, in place. And they can't really be the incumbents. So you can't make the incumbent mayor city manager economic development board chair uh they've got they've got their hands full essentially doing uh doing the doing the the uh, the managing underwriting managing and accounting of the program today and and they are not going to be willing participants in a long-term planning exercise they don't have the time and frankly, they view or process much of what comes up in the way of ideas for 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 making things work in the future as uh, criticism that they're not doing enough now or that they don't have the right plan now. And so uh, besides the inclination of doers to sabotage planning uh, by looking at their watch and, you know, uh, all I'm all I'm hearing here is talk. We're not doing anything. I got a, I got a, I got a call to take. I got a trip to make. Uh, the, the, it's we, we found that separating the process into two temporal settings: the, the here and now that the incumbents work on uh, and manage, and and the future. So anything 18 months to three years out and further uh, would be the purview of the of the tap side, the thinking, assessment, and planning side and then the the UMA side the the 
underwriting, management, and accounting would be the incumbents. And should keep them separated and keep them focused on uh, on their work, but but share but share your findings and your experiences. Um, again, this is a new it's a it's a new process. It's comprehensive. It's turned out to be way more rigorous than anyone thought it could be. Uh, the beauty of it is that we think that it can be uh, a platform that will enable AI to do a lot of this thinking and processing for you once you've been through it a couple times. So it takes a while to get through it the first time and get all the all the data points set and get comfortable that the algorithm is 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 uh, is strong enough to buy to to create trust in the findings, and then uh, and then once it's set up and it's increasingly automated, uh, you'll be able to feed data to it. We're we're working with uh, right now with EMSI on on taking finding data sets that we could drive to the model and and help narrow the the ranges for like if you're if you're asking the group to decide how many people you're going to have living here in 10 years right now right now how many do you have and a lot of people you know you can't, it's hard to get a group to agree on how many people are living in the community right now the census was five years ago um getting them to agree on how many how many people you should plan for having here in 10 years even harder but you can do it um and once that number set, you can move it around and and, and see what uh, moving that number from 10,000 to 5,000 or 20,000 more people, what that does to the rest of your calculus. Um, so you it gives you the opportunity to run uh, an infinite number of what if games. It also gives the players or the participants a chance to see the relative impact of changing a number or changing an assumption. So people don't get don't get you know, uh, uh, wedded to a particular number, uh, they'll 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 let it float or or agree with the group in order to in order to move on. Um, anyway, um, I we are we 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 have um, we have three we have three projects right now we're we're currently involved in and we just ran this program for four years for this uh, uh, state of New Mexico. Uh, the state legislature com commissioned the, the, the team that's, that's working on this uh, to run an interim jobs council for the last four years. And you can find the reports for that on our website, uh, thecelab.org uh, or at marklotman.com. Economic Development Secrets is brought to you by Impact Dashboard, the only impact software built for economic developers. For more information on this podcast or to listen to past episodes, check out www.impactdatasource.com.